The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Kyoto, welcome to the Real Pod. Welcome all of you who are listening, but especially welcome Maddie McLean, winner of Treasure Island Fans vs. Phase oh 2023. Woo! First of all, I'd like to formally apologise for not being Susan DeVoy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how exciting that would have been for you guys. Look, the thing is, I'm mates with Susan DeVoy totally. now. So, like, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. I feel like I can catch up with her. Anytime she wants. What number on your speed dial is she at the moment? She's, <laughs> she was always number one. <laughs> Maddie, how does it feel? It, honestly, Jane, it feels still surreal. It's like a, it's a fever dream, like a complete dream. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's sinking in. How hard was it the to hardest. not say anything? Ter- terrible. Because I found it hard enough for me going out number eight, you know, not not being the last man standing. Uh, (laughs) I can't even imagine. And then, you know, then it kind of goes away, right? Like you sort of get back into real life. And you had a wedding to organise. And you have to. Like I kind of just had to put it to one side and and almost like compartmentalise it Mm. as this thing that happened, but I can't really think about it or talk about it or deal with it, so I'll just put it to the side until I need to like access it. Um, The good thing is, so the only person I told was my husband. Yeah. Um, so it was really nice. There were definite moments along the way where I was like, okay, I just need to talk to you about this or I need to tell you this or yeah. So it was really nice to just have that one person that I could talk to. Plus like Lana and Susan obviously knew and, um, like we've, we message all the time, especially me and Lana, like we message constantly. I want to know, how well did you know Lana before going into the game? Not well. Not well. We'd maybe met twice. Right. But we spoke quite a bit when when she was doing her season. I was doing Instagram lives with all of the contestants when they got eliminated. And I got sucked into that season big time. Yeah. Like we all did. We all did, yeah. So I was like constantly talking to cont- the contestants and stuff, messaging about them about the show. So that's when we formed our connection. And we've kind of just like, you know, been social media friends since then. Yeah. But as soon as I saw her in real life at the airport in Auckland, I was like, oh, that's my girl. Because I knew she was like a fan of the show. I knew she like would play the same way that I played. Plus, she's just really cool and nice. It's really reassuring when you get to mingle with people who you know really, really know the show, right? Yeah, totally. Because you know they're never going to take anything personally that happens and that kind of thing. And 
for me, I think, you know, that was, I was just so excited to get in there and play the game. And this is, this is the third conversation you and I have had about this in some sort of broadcast form because we've already done your podcast I when know. I went out. Then I came and said hello on breakfast and now we're here again. But it does make me think like, could, is there a world where the Treasure Island alumni are a bit like the Bachelor alumni in the US? You know how like there's kind of, you know, they all kind of all intermingle and totally. party together. And where do the fans sit in that now? Because we're kind of, we're not celebs. We were just there. <laughs> but, I mean, look, I love them, but if you look back on previous, like, celebrity Treasure Island episodes, a lot of them are celebs. <laughs> <laughs> like, bless them. <laughs> What's the threshold? I want to know. Is it like a, a follower count on Instagram, airtime on the television I mean, or radio? I, who am I to talk, really? I'm D at best. Who are you to talk? You're the winner <laughs> of Celebrity Treasure Island fans versus Faze. Unreal. Unreal. I wept watching back the final. I wept watching, um, you know, that just basically when you were hitting the treasure. Mm. And it was this weird thing. I was, I was like, what? I, why am I, like, it's, he's, he was clearly about to get it. Why am I feeling all these emotions? Um, and I think there was a sense that I knew how much you wanted it yeah. for a start. And that was really touching. But also, as someone who was actually weirdly to think now on that same season, like, hey, I the treasure was right there the whole time. Was it right there the whole time? Yeah, I think so. Because it was all sodden, wasn't it? It was. It was. uh, Yeah, it was like waterlogged. It took us so long to dig the bloody thing out. Yeah, and then it was kind of like this is where all of our journeys come to an end in a weird way. Yeah. Funnily enough, I didn't quite put the riddle together (laughs) to to. Figure that out, but oh, yes. the journey! I got that right away. Yeah, I just my mind just didn't go there. Yeah. I overcomplicated it, which I do all the time. So just to be fair, it was the right direction, though, wasn't it? It was. You were heading towards back towards your camp. My so my mind, yeah, was just trying to make it way more complicated than it needed to be. I was like, okay, where journeys end? Journeys end where you start a journey. So that's where where do we start the journey? We started the journey at home. When you went to Journey, and you, you went up and you, at bo- home. you booked a ticket back to New Zealand. Totally, <laughs> and I was like, "It's in my apartment." No, but I was like, "Okay, so maybe it's where we started the game. So that's where we our camp because that's where we yeah." Anyway, I just made it way too complicated. And then the worst part was when I ran out of the mangroves and started running towards our camp slash the elimination arena. So. You get assigned a camera person and a producer for the last day who yep. stick with you the whole day. Yep. They're just there to tag along with you. And I felt like I'd caught them off guard. It felt to me like I they weren't prepared for me to start running in that direction. Right. And so I was second-guessing everything. So right. I was going, I've, t- I've absolutely butchered this and I'm not meant to be running in this direction because they didn't see that coming. And it turns out I was right. Maybe maybe I just misread the situation. But, yeah, I just second-guessed everything. Oh, by that point, you've barely eaten for weeks. Yeah. You have barely slept. You're in a state of complete paranoia, or yes. at least you have been up yes. until this and, point. And total adrenaline, yeah. like I've never experienced before. How many times did you wee before that a final? A lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Nervous wheeze and... Number twos as well. Oh, I mean, it's all come out on this podcast, <laughs> I have to say. We've been talking a l- quite a lot about toileting, yeah. um, particularly Art Green's. Um, I've actually had clarification on him. He reckons he averaged about 1.5 um, proper toilets a day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe 
Yeah, one, well, that's one great, day to the next. Some people didn't do it, do it at all. Six days. Really? Six days, and they had to give me something to get things moving. I was reasonably regular. We didn't eat, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. We didn't have any food <laughs> yeah, in our true. bodies to come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was honestly just. Um, I mean, you nailed it right from the word go. I know that you know you had to sit down for fifteen minutes at one point, which must have been so frustrating, excruciating. It just felt like such a long time. Yeah, but yeah, it was weird because. Like, um, you've seen along the way, if I get flustered or I get really panicky or stressed, I, I lose my mind mm-hmm. and things go wrong. There was the peers challenge earlier this week where um, Lana got all the coconuts in the box mm-hmm. and I totally lost my mind and couldn't remember where I was meant to be looking for the my yep. bit of the puzzle. Yep. That's what happens to me all the time in these situations. There was something in that challenge though where I have to commend you because you had amazing strategy of counting out those holes or that you know and figuring out which the coloured ones were in assigning a number to them even as Lance was coming up behind you catching up and going to start to do the puzzle you were like no I'm focusing and staying with my strategy yeah and it worked yeah it did it really did I just much like Lance said, I'm not a numbers guy, I need the patterns, I knew I would not f- I would forget the pattern yeah. and I needed the numbers. Yeah. It just was what made sense to me and it was what made sense to him as well. But I know you get flustered. Yeah, I do. We, we, barbecue but, challenge oh is my a God. classic example. But totally. you, when it counted, I, you pulled focus. Everything seemed to be going right for me on that final day, which is so weird. Like I just think about every little stage along the way – the fire making challenge. I've never made fire before in my life. And somehow I got one going. My raft started falling <laughs> apart as I was crossing the, the river. Somehow I managed to get it to the other side. Like all, all these little things just seemed to go right for me that day. Are you cognizant of the fact that Susan's starting to help Lana get her fire going? No, no. Oh, did you know this? N- no. Am I telling you this for the first time? You are, yes. Because you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Because you've been busy today yeah. doing all the things. Susan helped Lana get her fire going. I knew that they had teamed mm. up. I didn't know exactly at what point they teamed up. It was then. <laughs> I knew that Susan played her stone, so I knew she got a hack, which yeah. I assumed was like an easier way to light the fire. It was. She got she got matches. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it made a heck of a lot of difference because she was struggling with the matches as well. But in my mind, the fact that they worked together and she helped keep Lana in the game only makes your success even more impressive. Yeah, and I'm not mad at it. Like, I love I love that they teamed up. I love that they took a moment to go, if we want a shot at this, we've got to do mm. this together. What an amazing strategy to come up with. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I honestly, I was so just so focused on my own game in my own race at that point that I was so unaware of what yeah. the other two were actually doing. And it's so crazy to see uh, there was a point where you and Lana, at the very beginning, you're putting something together on the beach. I don't know. There were so many things. It was so complicated. But you were doing something on the beach and and Bree's like, there's no chat. And you and Lana have been so tight and suddenly you're competing against each other. It was what was the that weirdest like? thing. And they really, from the moment we landed on the beach, they really kept us apart. Because there's yeah. a couple of moments along the way where you actually have to pause. Mm. So it's not one continuous race that last day. They mm. pause you at a couple of points because they need 
to they need to do the little interviews or resets yeah, and what have you. Yeah, do interviews yeah. and they need to re- reset the cameras. And I was like, okay, well, this will be our chance to chat and to debrief and to be like, how are you doing, Lana? Mm. They were so strict about keeping us apart, which was the weirdest thing. Because, yeah, we'd been through the entire thing together and now all of a sudden we weren't allowed to talk on the biggest day of yeah. the game. And it went from, like, morning right till, Night. like, sundown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right till the, yeah, it was dark when I was digging the treasure up. How much running? So much. Because My I'm... thighs for we- weeks, I'm talking so long afterwards, were excruciatingly painful. Really sore. I hate to make this about me, but ever since I left the show, yes. <laughs> of course I watch every challenge and think, how would have I, yes. how would I have gone? Yeah. Knowing now what I know about the show and what these challenges are really like, I can have a much better idea than when I used to think, how would I do when totally. I was just watching? Yeah, okay. yeah. And there are a couple of challenges that I think I could have done quite well in. And then this final, aside from the running, felt like something that I could have done, which Absolutely. is a really like, you know, I feel like every other final I've watched before, I've been like, no way. <laughs> I'd totally. been like, just given up I remember right at the beginning. The same. I remember watching them as well. And they look, and they were, I'm not saying they were easy challenges. No. They were hard challenges, but they were also doable. Yeah. And even the running, to be fair, I mean, you know where we where yeah. everything was located. So the most we had to run was from the mangroves where we filmed the um, fish yes, puzzle yep, challenge. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Back to the elimination yep. arena. Yeah, which is not... I'm not saying it's not a f- not far, but it's also... I mean, I find 100 metres quite exhausting. Yeah. So, But on sand. Yeah. And when you're, again, no food, yeah. all of that stuff. Then adrenaline. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, they say like if a mum's... Like a child is trapped under a car, they can like lift the car off of them or something. You just find this strength in you that you didn't know you had. Yeah, and your baby was waiting at the other end at of the, the beach, other, exactly. and it was a whole lot of cash stuck <laughs> under the bloody um, the thing that we've been the steering bloody it, plinth the, the plinth whole that time. we've been steering it for weeks. Unbelievable! Yeah. We could have just cut that whole thing short. I know. <laughs> we could see the little X marks the spot and just gone. Jaden, can you hop off for a yeah. sec? We just got to start digging. My biggest thing was. Because when we got when I got into the elimination arena, um, I had to do all the extra little steps. I had to unlock the box and I had to find the scroll and I had to lift up the plinth and all of those things that that set me back a little bit. Yeah. Whereas if so, by the time Lana and Susan got in there, if they got in there in time, they wouldn't have had to have done no. any of that and could have just immediately started digging. Yeah, which we've seen before. That's exactly how Chris Parker did totally. play it. And, and again, I just think of all those little what ifs, you know? What if I hadn't dug in the specific corner that I dug in that the treasure was in? What if I'd gone to the other corner? Because yeah. Susan only just arrived as I hit the treasure Okay, chest. that's what I wanted to know because I wanted to know if... You know, I know that last year we saw Jesse Chook take it out and it didn't seem like anyone else was close, right? And there was kind of that, oh, like amazing, well done, but we kind of knew yeah. you were going to get it. And I was like, they will want to avoid that this time. Maybe they'll doctor in the edit, you know, how far behind Susan was. But what you're saying is, no, no, she, she really was, was right, right there. there. She was right there. And I I'd only just hit it to the point where she arrived and started digging herself because mm. she thought she still had time. Right. Yeah. She like kind of she didn't push me out the way. But <laughs> she like really got in there right where I well, was. Well no digging. one gets that close to the totally. treasure and decides to, to go easy. Give up. Totally. Especially not Susan DeVoy. She's unreal. Uh. Every time where she goes, uh, I think I'm going home or uh, I can't be bothered and then she gets into an arena and just something takes hold of her. She's such a shit. That that um in a the most adoring loving totally. way. 
the night that she went up against Katie, do you remember her that day? Yes. She wanted to go home. Yes. She was saying, and it wasn't, this is not Strat. This is not Susan going, I'm going to make them think I want to go no. home and then I'm going to fight my ass off to stay in. This is her genuinely being like, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. My son's gone home. I'm yeah. tired. It's yeah. been rainy today. Totally. I can't be bothered with this silly little game anymore. Um, and I thought she was going to throw it with Katie. In fact, I was st- sitting in the bleachers, turning around to everyone next to me going, Susan's going to throw this. Because Katie got the this. first point. Yeah. And it looked like, it looked looked like, like Susan, Susan just, wasn't trying. It looked like she just dropped the rope. Yeah. Um, and, and then she... One, and I was so shocked that she hadn't thrown it that I feel like almost bad for Katie that we, because uh, I was just sitting there going, oh my God, yeah. Susan won. And, you know, in reality, what I should have been thinking is, this is devastating. Katie's going home, which I was, I did get there, but I was just total shock. Totally. Because it I was what, expecting yeah. from that afternoon that Susan was going to make her way out. And there was a number of times like that. Yeah. After the water challenge, the ring challenge, yeah. Susan came to me as we were walking back to camp and she said, I don't want to be here anymore. She said, Put me up for elimination wow. tonight. I want out. I'm dumb. Um, and I had to like rally and really pull her out of that funk because I was like, I don't want. I don't want to put you up. I don't want you to go. No. And, like, imagine all the bloody gold television we would have missed out on. I know. It's just a shame to me, as such a huge uh, Susan DeVoy fan, both um, in the game and as a viewer, that she's not just, like, a regular feature of every season from I here know. on in. She really should be. <laughs> she would, but, and I feel like... She would say, if you said to her, would you do it again? She'll say no. But if they call her and say, do you want to be on this next season? She, she can't she, she, yeah. she can't turn it down. She can't do, turn down decent competition. No. Would you do it again? I can't see a world where I would because I'm a fan. But of course I would. No, but you're part of the, you're part of the Treasure Island canon now. <laughs> of course I would. Why, like, why yeah. wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. I hate hearing it even as I say it because I don't know how I even – I like – uh, it's the anti-Jane. That whole thing is opposite of everything but about my life. isn't that the best part about that it? That is the best part about it. That's exactly right. Like, I'm so proud of myself for having done it, yeah. getting as far as I did, all of those things. It's what drives people to do it in the first place. It's what br- brings people back if they're asked to do it a second time. Is mm. that when do you ever get to do that in normal life? You don't. You don't. You don't. So you'd be silly not to. Exactly. Plus, you know, I've got some scores to settle. Yeah. And I've got, you know, I have to sort of... Prove myself to my Barbara Kindles. Well, welcome to my world. That, <laughs> honestly, uh, after I got eliminated last season, I've been I've truly spent the last three or four years going. I desperately need another shot at this. Like I need my I need my redemption arc. I was so worried about you on the island because from the minute you guys walked up the beach and took your places, and we saw you for the first time, I was like, Maddie looks stressed. And from that moment onwards, I really felt like. The game was at the top of your mind the entire time and that you were wound up. It looked like you were wound up like a spring. I was. I was and I wasn't. I definitely enjoyed the experience poles apart from my last right. time. And I'm, not, and I'm not talking about upon reflection because I won. I'm talking about in the moment I had so much fun. But I definitely went in there being like, I want to do everything this time that I didn't get to do the last time. And for me, that meant playing the game and taking the game really seriously. Yeah. As much as I still wanted to have fun on top of that, I was like, I don't want to leave regretting anything or thinking, oh, I wish I'd done that or I wish I'd said that. And that's why in certain moments along the way, like 
Um, I'll t- take, for example, me sitting down with Susan and um, asking for her stones. Yeah. And Lana said in the episode, you don't ask someone to be in the world before they die. That's exactly when you ask them to be in the world. <laughs> Otherwise they die and they haven't left you anything. And that's what I thought I was you like. Shot, you shoot your shot. You shoot your shot. I said, I said, I don't want anything left unsaid. Like I don't yeah. want to go out being like, I wish I'd said that. Because since my last season, all I've thought of is, I wish I'd said to Gary Freeman, use the bloody mercy card on me yep. and had a conversation with him about yeah. it because I didn't because I was like on the bottom rung of my team and I didn't feel like I could say something to Gary about it. And I went home without him using it on me. So yep. I thought I'm not going to let that happen. He this might time. never have used it, but he might not it have, would have been it, worth the shot. Exactly. And so I thought exactly like Susan, she's probably not going to give me the stones. I might as well ask. Yeah. Like Lance, he's probably not going to pick me to be in a pair, but I might as well tell him about my advantage and Give him my pitch to be his partner to the end. I give you, as an example, Exhibit A, Mr. Wardy. Yes. Who everyone gave so much shit for saying to me in that very first elimination, I can't do this, I can't do this, and basically essentially asking me for, to use the save. Yeah. Which I was going to do anyway, but yes. he didn't know that. Yeah. He was the last fan standing. Totally. Can you really argue with someone shooting their shot, even if exactly. it's, you know, like... And he- honestly, I feel like it's funny because... Certain people have a different idea of how to play the game or what's honourable in the game. And I've seen it in a few certain seasons where people go, I want to be put up for elimination because I want to prove myself. That's what I did, right? I put myself in. Whereas I'm like, I'm avoiding elimination at all costs. Oh, no, much better strategy, Maddie. I can tell you that. And Wardy had the same idea. He was like, I don't want to... I'm not putting myself up to be the first knocked out of a game I've wanted to play for of 20 years. Not. If I've got an opportunity to save myself, I'm going to save myself. Absolutely. And everyone goes, oh, you wuss. But actually it's like, no, you're just a smart player, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Oh, no, I mean, and when I put myself up and put myself in the ring, there was a lot more going on than yes. just trying to prove myself. It had been, you know, I think we talked about this on your podcast. Yeah. It had been a horrible day for me. Like it had just been weird. I had an upset stomach. Um, and you just have these moments sometimes you're just like, if I go home, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But when I saw what the challenge was, I was like, I think I can do this. Yeah. And, I, and you and almost I really almost yeah. did. Yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things that sometimes you make these split-second decisions yep. because you have to. Yep. And uh, and it completely changes the course of the game for you. Do you have any moments like that? Oh, big, big time. A couple. I think um, the first one, w- the one that comes to mind is my decision to sit out Wardy instead of Art. And, in, you know, hindsight. Is it, this the chess game? This is the chess game. Okay. Hindsight would say, well, you absolutely should have set out Art. But now I look back at it, I'm like, thank God I didn't. Because I probably, if someone else had won, I probably I might not have ended up with Lana, and mm. Lana was the person that helped me win the first challenge. Right. We got to the final four, and then we went all the way all the way to the end together. And then you got in the final three and said, "Thanks very much. I'll exactly. take it from here. <laughs> See you for See coffee you later." later. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few different moments, but ultimately now I can look back and go, "Well, I wouldn't change anything." Of course, well, it's easy to do that totally. when you've drug, dug up the treasure, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the rest of us who went home for we what we all feel is before our time, we're sitting there going. Oh God! What could I have done differently? But honestly, anything you've done differently could have sent you home exactly even earlier than you went. Exactly. And so, yeah, there's moments that I, you know, I feel bad about or I don't like. I hated putting Jess up for elimination, but it felt like a smart move. And, and as much as I hated it, and I feel terrible, and I'm such a people pleaser, I really didn't want to upset her. 
I don't regret it because no. I, st I stand by the move. I hated sending Alex King across, but it was the smartest thing for me to do at that point. I hated having to put Josh Cromfeld up for the second time mm. and then seeing him go home. But again, it was like, well, what else am I going to do? These are the things, though, that ultimately it's like the people who get hurt by these things. That's the reason you hate it. So you put up art several times, but he was just like... Well, he won for a start, so that <laughs> yeah. helped. But he did. He kind of just took it on the he chin. He took it on the chin. Yeah. So there is that element of just having to go into the game knowing it's a game. Yes, but but you can also you can also think that and then get caught up in the emotion of it. Of course you can, yeah. and it you know it can go because you know we we spoke at the very beginning of this episode about how. You come out, you want to talk to everyone about everything and you can't, so you just keep it in and then you get on with your life and then it screens. Mm. And then it's you are straight back on that island. Totally. And still trying to navigate your everyday work totally. life and home life and all that kind of yeah. thing. And figuring out things that you had no idea were going on. Absolutely. No idea. Lance lied to you all in the honesty box telling you. I mean, by now you've seen it, yes. so you know. But at the time when he's telling you this, he's saying, Jane, uh, Jane pulled me aside and asked me to be in alliance with her. I resisted yes. as, in as much as I could against the charm of Lance Savali. He was the one pulling me. And it's so it's little things like that that it's not until you watch back, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, he was still being a snake he right to the very last. He absolutely was. <laughs> and the funniest thing is I went in there being like, he is so not to be trusted and God help anyone that wants that goes all the way to the end with him. But you get sucked into his orbit. Yeah. And you He's just can't so help cool. it. You can't help it. I know. I think I said early on it was like the nerd at school being asked to be in the cool gang. And yeah. it was. It was like the cool kid at school wants to be my friend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other tricky thing I think with Lance is that he's actually really lovely. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, so he plays the game, but he's also like, hey, how's your life? What's going totally. on with you? Here, eat this thing that I was going to have and you can have it instead. Like, So you do feel like, oh, you know, he's, he's a good person at his core. And also in his season, he was true to the people he was true to. So you which just is, which hope is, to you yes, with that person Which when is what said. I took solace with, but something happened along the way with the two of us, and I don't really know what it was. Part of it is I really, um, I missed a beat and I didn't appreciate how close Art and Lance were. Yeah, that was, and that was obvious to me when I, when we made the merge and I thought that I was still in with you and Lance. And I wouldn't say that we definitely weren't. I just think that, you know, I've heard you talking about you being the third wheel. If you were the third wheel, I was the spare tire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw him talking to Lance and I saw him talking to you and he didn't talk to me. He talked to me, but not about game stuff yeah. that often. And then when the three of us sat down to kind of get, like, you know, he came to say, I'm thinking maybe you might be good to get Alex out tonight. Then Art just plonks down yeah, next know. to us. And I'm like, why are you here? Why are you? What makes you think that you You're can part just. Of this. And then I'm like, I, I know why, because you are part of this. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put that together soon enough. Yeah. I Because part of it was, well, I sort of took Lance at face value when he said he only wanted to be 
in alliance with one other person. Yeah. So I took, it just wasn't you. <laughs> it just wasn't me. So I took that at face value. And also I just thought Art and Lance weren't close this season. Like, yes, they were on the same team, but they weren't in an alliance. There they weren't buddy-buddy. No, but he, cause it's because Art left really early. And it wasn't until I was out of the game that I remember back that they – Felt ripped off that they hadn't got to continue this bromance that was yeah. forming yeah. when Art left. Like they were both like well, super go, bummed they out. They really got to <laughs> continue it this time. They did, but I mean, you know, watching it without, if you didn't know what happened, um, you would have been convinced that one or both of them were going all the way to the final. 100%. And so even though they domin- like dominated, it felt like every challenge, every elimination, everything, um, not that. See, Lance cleverly danced his way without having to even do an elimination until no, no. his final one. Yeah. Um, then, you know, it, it just goes to show how something can just change on a dime. Totally. Which is, uh, you know, it, it's part you've got to work your ass off, but it's also part absolute luck. Like oh. I, I'm under no illusion that luck played such a massive part of me getting there. It's luck and it's also you're at the mercy of other people's totally. decisions. Yeah. You're at the mercy of your own like digestive system. Yeah. You're at the mercy of a lot of things. Yeah. Now, you know when you got into, when we got into the merge and you were like, oh, I don't know if they trust me. Yeah. I can't t- speak for Lance, but can I tell you what happened from my point of view? Yes. Susan, so Susan came to your camp twice. Yeah. And both times when she came back to our camp and we would say, as a group, we'd all sit around in the, in the, cab, in the hut and we'd say, what did you guys talk about over there? And Susan would always say, oh, nothing really. Like, we just asked how they were and we talked about the hunger and how they were sleeping and talked about how Josh was doing, blah, blah, blah. And then both times, the first time I remember, she looked at me and she said... But Jane told me that you hired a personal trainer before you came on the island and you're much, you're much stronger than everyone thinks you are. And then the second time she said to me, we said, what did you talk about? And she said the exact same thing. Not much, blah, 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 blah. And then she goes, but Jane says you're just playing much smarter game than anyone's giving you credit for, Maddie. And so I was like, why is Jane... I don't recall having those... <laughs> a, I don't recall having those conversations. But, but B... What, 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 and I feel like I know where the personal trainer thing would have come from is when I knew I was coming on the show, I was trying to keep an eye on all the alumni yeah. to see who might be there. And I noticed you'd been going to the gym. I think she would have asked me, did you know who was coming on? And Top, I would have just said now, exactly that. Now that A, I'm out of the game and B, <laughs> I know you, I know that those would have been really innocuous comments that you made, yeah. but she made them seem really... Do you think she did that on purpose? I don't know. I think she did it on purpose, but not... To me, not about she's you. trying to get into your head. She was trying to get into my head and trying to warn the other people about me. Ah. But in my head, I was like, Jane is coming for me. No. Oh, no, I know that now. <laughs> I know that now. But I thought I would tell you that because I thought you'd find that really interesting. <gasps> I was like, I want to be in the final three with Lance and Maddie. <laughs> um, but also now seeing your performance in the final three, I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But that was fast. Yeah, it was fascinating to me. But also, now that I'm outside, out of the game, I'm like, God, I really, I really did just overthink everything. Yeah, and it, we just never really got a chance nah, to talk. We but didn't. It's it's the unfortunate nature of kind of um, the. I mean, it's it's part of how the show works, totally. right? Having separate camps, yes. people building alliances. But if you do do a cross team alliance, by the time you get to the merge, you don't really know what state it's going to be in because you don't get to hang out and no. chat. Or the best you and I could do was exchange like a wink. And I'm not even very good at those. 
or like or like a kind of a weird knowing smile or yeah. something. And it just seems so high school. They're like standing <laughs> there while they're talking about the, the rewards and I'm like looking over at men and going, Wang, like, are we still good, you know? But I was, uh, even despite all that, I was really excited for you to come into our camp because I I was excited to play the game with people who I knew also really wanted to play the game. But it wasn't, that, that was your team too, surely. They'd all been there before. Do you feel like there were some people on your team who just wanted the experience or just weren't as hungry for it? No, I think everyone had, no, I think everyone came into it with, with strategy. Some people more serious than others. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's people like Adam who had strategy, but his strategy was wait to get to the merge and then go hundies. And he just, um, just one day timed it, Bill timed, you know? Yeah. I loved, I think Adam was my biggest surprise of the whole season. Uh, all of us. I mean, it wasn't an entire surprise for me because I recapped his series of Survivor. So I knew he had it in him, but he wasn't displaying any of it at camp no. at all. See, I, I did watch his season, but it was so long ago, I honestly couldn't yeah. really remember it, and I couldn't remember him specifically. I remember I remember him as a character, but I don't remember who he was on the show. On this podcast, we awarded him villain, reality villain of the year. It's amazing. Um, in, a, well, in, in, a, in a loving way, totally, do you know what I mean? In totally. a very affectionate, like, he made a great sort of, he wasn't really a villain, but he made a great kind of, like, commentator and not... You know, just like speaking it as he saw it. Much like you were saying with Susan, she should be on every season. I feel like Adam should be on <laughs> all of the reality TV shows yes. ever. Ever. He's so good. And I feel like what we saw is probably only the tip of the iceberg. I know. You know, like there's probably so much gold in the cutting room floor. There should be a director's cut that's just Adam commentating the whole damn thing. I know. <laughs> it was so much fun. I, I'm just... I was I I was disappointed that the fans got targeted as much as they did when they first got mm. in. I think Art made a stupid decision by putting the three of you up for elimination that night. I think that was his opportunity to make a big move. Yeah, and just good telev. It would have been good television. Agreed. I think at that point, like Agreed. it was the easiest thing for him to do from an emotionally emotional connection point of view. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that he felt that we were three big threats. Um, it was probably more. It was the easiest way not to upset anyone else in his team. Yeah, and I get that. I Which get is that a nice, well. a nice personality totally. trait. But in terms, because I'm very much focused on the, you know, make a great telly show. So was I. I was and, just like, ah. Just and honestly, do one of my cool first, here. one of my first thoughts, more so when you got eliminated, I just thought, oh, this is not great. This for, is uh, from Wal- a, versus Faves. No, it's not great from a producer's standpoint because. That they wouldn't have wanted it. I don't think the audience would have wanted it either. But it just goes to show, though, right, that it, that's how much – I mean, the producers can only be involved to a certain level. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, If it you're is, a fish topple over, you're fish topple over. You, yeah, and and we make the decisions that we make. Yeah. Um, we make the alliances we make. We put up for elimination who we put up for elimination. Not that I have the opportunity to do that. But, you know, that's that's – Ultimately, what it comes down totally. to, and as much as I'm sure the producers would have preferred Art to put up, put put at least one fave in that, you know, that um, elimination with where it was three vi. Yeah, um, they can't control that. No. So I, you know, it's always interesting coming from a viewer's perspective, thinking how much did production have a hand in what happens? Totally. Obviously, they do in a logistical point of view and that kind of thing. They keep the story moving. But in an outcome, in an outcomes point of view, no, not they, at all. No, they can't. Yeah, but it's that's what makes it exciting because yeah. you ultimately you can't you can't pick what's going to happen. No. Yeah, but I reckon I saw it in you when we were there. You say that, but 
I mean, I'm not entirely surprised that maybe Susie D came back with this intel from me that Manny's playing hard because I, I'm not sure that it's that I could. I, I know it's a, it's a combination of things, right? Of knowing how you went in your season, knowing yeah. you were actually a proper big fan of the show, yeah. not just a celebrity who got the call up, and just seeing how you were playing in the early stages. I was just like, he really wants it. I did. Like, he really, really wants it. And, and that's why it's so satisfying yeah. to see you win it. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I just thought this time, yeah, I kind of alluded to it earlier. I, I just thought, go big or go home. I don't want to leave anything on the floor this time. I don't want to leave like I did the last time going, I wish I'd done this or I wish I'd said this or I wish this had happened. I just thought if I can go out feeling like I did everything I could, then then I'll be so much happier than I was the last time because I went out with so many regrets mm. the last time. I just got lucky that it worked out for me. But I remember my husband saying to me before I left, he said, he was like, have fun, go hard, blah, blah, blah. He goes, but just remember, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> And he said, I, not because I don't believe in you, not because I don't think you have it in you to go all the way. He said, you're just there with 15 other people. Yeah, it's like the odds are. Not in your favour. And that's how I felt going into that with Anna and Adam. It's yeah. like two out of the three of us are going home. I'm more likely to be going home than I am to stick around. Totally. So at a very small, a lesser degree, I've had that feeling. Yeah. But I also now am experiencing the feeling you left, you had when you left last time, which Were is like, like, damn it, I want to do it again. And, yeah. Unfinished business. I'm, I'm concerned that I'm going to, my time on earth is going to end and I'm going to have to have on etched onto my tombstone. I didn't realise it was a puzzle. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I don't have an opportunity to go back and kind of right some wrongs, you know. Hey, but um, I mean, much like me, my first season, you gave us some iconic lines. Really? Uh, make your own barbecue, bitches. I can't even claim that, no, though, it, because it was a, like I was throwing to JJ I Fong's know, but you cook made your, it your own, own. rice. Thank but you. But you made it your own. I actually, it's so embarrassing. I, I like messaged her on Instagram. I was like, I can't, can't go through life not knowing whether or not you know that I did this thing in homage to you. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to go watch it now. <laughs> I, like, I've never had a conversation with JJ Fong. This is the extent of the exchange that we've had. Um, and she was greatly appreciative, which was really nice. And then we realised that I actually knew her husband. Maybe. You know how it is. You know yes, how it is. Of course, it's New Zealand. But, yeah, but um, I just I felt that was such an iconic line when she delivered that because she had been like no offence to JJ, but she hadn't been a massive player in her season. And then she just delivered this whip smart line yeah. as she walked out, and I was like, damn it, yeah, that's the way to leave a show. How do you look back on it though? Like now that the now that the dust is kind of settled and it's all played out the way it's played out, how do you feel about it? It's like you go through the five stages of grief and yeah. all of that, right? Like and and I I did struggle a bit while it was on air a bit because you know you just want to shake the TV and go yeah, but you haven't put in the bit that I said about that, which makes that make much more sense totally. and not make me look like such a cow, um, or you know God. Damn it, Lance, no, you know, like <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and worrying what other people who you care about might think yes. of things that they're seeing. Um, but now that we're kind of like, you know, I, I started to enjoy watching it much more once I'd gone home. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do the art green. I'm not watching this now that I'm not on it. Um, I did the opposite. I like got into it even more. And this last week has just been like the three episodes of this week have been iconic television like just Monday night's episode is I think the best of Treasure Island ever oh I'm glad you say that because it felt that way out there not just not just from my point of view but from the whole production value and everything that happened so I'm glad it kind of translated that way for like viewers yeah it was incredible and 
I have to ask you about Susan telling you off for not um, giving them like a high five yes, or a hug. I do feel really guilty about that. I think I just got so caught up in the moment because, first of all, I'm not like she said. You know, it doesn't matter whether it's Wimbledon or whatever. But I, I've, but she knows that having been there, right? To like, Wimbledon, to the <laughs> squash equivalent of Wimbledon. I've never played sports in my life, so this is like an entirely new arena Same. and feeling for me to like have. A, like a, um, athletic win under my belt. When I won the tower challenge, I watched that back and cringe because the first thing I do is like throw my hands up in the air and go, yes. And meanwhile, two of my best mates are totally. going home. And the the first thing I, I, obviously I went and hugged them and all that and it was all emotional afterwards, but it wasn't the first thing that I did. The first thing I did was like, oh my God, I've never won anything in my life. I know. You know? Yeah. And so I think I just got so caught up in the moment and I was so shocked because I didn't think we were going to win that. And it was so it was it was the shock, it was the adrenaline, it was the realization that we'd made the final three. Yeah. All of that Huge. stuff was just playing a massive yeah. part of me that I yeah, I took a moment to celebrate with Lana. I do think I I maybe I've got it wrong in my mind, but I'm fairly certain straight away after the that scene cut, we would have gone and hugged them and congratulated them. Yeah, but it's not as good telling. No, either. totally. Yeah. Okay. But also, watching it back, I was like, uh, Susan, there were two of us in that partnership who were both <laughs> hugging each other, and you only came for me. Like, she only criticised me for doing that. She, she knew you were the threat. She knew you were going to go on and yeah, win the she show. Didn't, she didn't care that Lana <laughs> was hugging your, me as well. She was trying to get in your head the whole time yeah, by the sounds yeah, of things. Yeah. Hey, I've got one last really important burning question that I have been thinking about for so long if it was ending up to be you who won this. Who is interviewing you on breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> we um, had toyed with the idea of pre-recording something where I interview myself. Oh, I was so hoping that might be the thing that was happening. Yeah, but I ran out. We, as is always the way with these creative ideas, we just ran out of time yeah. to actually execute it. So, but um, but my co-hosts are like really into it. Chris, especially Chris Chang, is like a big Treasure Island fan. I, I want him on the next season. <laughs> I um, think you have the power now, though, don't you? Now that you're like <laughs> exactly the winner, get to choose the next. Imagine <laughs> yeah. that. Um, so I think they will happily interview me because they, yeah, they get it, and also it's lovely to have that personal connection as well. Yeah. I mean, you've given the very boring answer. I know. I'm sorry. I just was. I was just trying to do a gag, yeah, Maddie. You I'm know. So sorry. It's okay. I gave the earnest answer. <laughs> you gave the earnest answer. That's the thing about you, though. And I have to say, you wear your heart on your sleeve. I, I know. I know you'd probably like to think that you had massive game face on out there, but to me, it was obvious that there was like I could tell when oh, <laughs> totally. stuff was bothering you. I just never knew what it was. Yeah. Um. But that's because you you care about people. You don't. You know what you have to do, but it doesn't mean you always like no, doing it. and that but... is me in my everyday life. You can read everything on my face. There's No one is ever left wondering what I'm, like, thinking or how I'm feeling. And it didn't change in Treasure Island either. <laughs> Manny McLean, Susan DeVoy had seven stones out there. You had two. Lana had one. Against the odds, you won that game. You won it on the dial code thing they really struggled with that which yeah. you will see when you eventually watch yes. the episode tonight just for context we are recording this slightly earlier in the day um 
and you absolutely smoked it. That that win was very, very well deserved. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank I'm you. so glad I got to play the game yeah, with same. you. I'm so glad we were in a fake alliance I together know. and that you betrayed me. I just I love you a lot. I love you too. And thank you for welcoming me into the Corny family with open arms. Oh, isn't it a wonderful it's been place a dream. to be? It's been a dream. I'm like obsessed. I'm gonna be joining the Discord. Every single season. <laughs> you have got a busy evening ahead of you, I'm so sure. In fact, I'll be seeing you later yes, to you will. watch the yes. show again yes. for me. Um, and I'm just super happy Thank for your you. congratulations. And one one last time, let's give a shout out to your charity. Yes, to Zeal Education Trust, who I didn't get to talk about enough on the show, but I got to when it mattered. They're amazing. They do like youth development programs and counselling services for young people. They really care about our rangatahi, and it's they're amazing. Incredible. I'm so happy for them. I want to get like a big... I want to get like a big novelty check. Oh, yes. Amazing. So I'll try and sort that. Anything, any last words for, for Barbara Kendall? I don't need to prove myself to you. Kia ora e te iwi. Kia Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.